Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Home isn't just a place. It's a state of mind. Like curling up in a comfy chair as you watch the world go by. Good afternoon. Which is why at Delta, our people do our best to make you feel at home long before you get there. Delta, keep climbing. It's not easy being Jeff Lewis. I'm like, oh, that ended. That's on pause. That crash and burn. Oh, he sued me. So I'm on my apology tour. Honestly, you can talk shit about me for 30 minutes. And at the end, if you're like, but he's hot, fuck it. I don't care. I'll forgive it. Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. Here with Million Dollar Listing, Los Angeles star Tracy Tudor, Meg, Barbarian star Megan Weaver, and Shane Shut Douglas. Up, Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> whatever. I know you are all so sick of talking about this, but this is such a major part of our life. Munjaro. Both of you are on Munjaro. Yes, yes. And that is the Hollywood fad diet that's going on. Quick weight loss. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not really a diet. It's actually supposed to be, isn't it supposed to help diabetics? Well, that's what it was made like, for. Like, it was, it was originally. It is going yes. to be the biggest weight loss drug, like, next to FenFen. So originally, it was, it was developed to treat diabetics. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. there's not enough available to treat diabetics any longer. I'm not sure that so, that's true, but okay. Right. I'm not buying it. Yeah. So, Fake news. Megan. Yes. You have lost how many pounds in how much time? Nine pounds in just under two weeks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, you guys. Is it's... there any way to accelerate it? <laughs> Give you two I can do shots. double, double shot, double shot. No, it's insane. It's 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 a pretty. It's no, it really is. I mean, you just don't eat. On this stuff. <laughs> no, you, it's like trying to get like a piece of steak down, like one sliver. No, is you got to force yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's not for that. everybody. Don't you feel tired and hangry? No, no, not at all. You don't feel hungry at all. And you don't feel hangry. You don't have. You still have energy. You actually have more energy because, for me, I don't know about you, Tracy, but I'm drinking less, a lot less. Yes, like I am nothing. sleeping. I am sleeping better. So sleeping it could better. treat alcoholism as well. That is a side 100%. effect of it. That's what my doctor said. It does Which help is, addicts. It's upsetting for me. I've I've never been clearer. Yeah, you know, same. like eight weeks off of really most alcohol. So wait, you've been on eight weeks. Yeah. That's Jesus. why I got to get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're clothes, wasting away. Your clothes Dude. are falling off. Hop off the train. I know. Yeah. Could, it's time. I mean, literally, I was in the elevator. I'm like, you're too skinny. Yeah, and I said I to Shane, could you imagine you. being oh my God, too skinny? So I've never in my life been too skinny. Never in my life. <laughs> but you're, I mean, you look great, Megan. Thank you. But I've you got st- 12 more to go. Well, I'm worried about that. Well, we'll see. You okay. know, just let, more. Let, look at it this way. It's like it's like doing a cleanse. You know, you, you, yeah. you go on these juice cleanses. Of course, you lose weight and you feel clarity. You haven't put a piece of food in your body for a week. And then all of a sudden you stop the cleanse. And, and you gain some back, yeah. And so you, or it all you, of it you back. Need, I'm, I am the <laughs> guinea pig. Then, so. right. <laughs> we'll see how the next couple weeks okay. go. Okay, I'm going to watch thing. your progress. What I will tell you is you look, um, because there is, there is what you look like in clothes and there's what you look like naked. And you've never seen me naked, right? Well, I did in Barbarian. Okay. And you didn't look, and you didn't, right. you know what I mean? So you look yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was said. a really good performance, if I do say so myself. <laughs> you look great in clothes. Okay. Like, fantastic. Thank you. I'm, I'm guessing 
that you probably want the 12 so you look great naked. Yeah, and just so everything's really baggy like on Tracy Tudor. Yeah. You just right. want, you want like, have stuff stick falling off yes. your body so you can be like, oh my God, it's too big. And it's just like it's I was so telling hard. you this morning, like, I just want to be able to wear my pajamas and like get a glimpse of myself and like the, you know, a reflection and be like, oh, who's that? Oh, oh totally. my God, it looks so good. Look, those pajamas are hanging off from my hips, you know? Yeah. The wow. bones on my Isn't hips. Wow. We're sick. But I think everybody, I think all women understand can we just, this. Can we just, can I have it, it once in my life? Yeah. Just one time. Yeah, I've never been like that then. Yeah. I want to be that girl. You are that girl. Okay. <laughs> Good Lord. But you're going off of that yes, now. I'm, yes. Yes. I'm has ready to. to like maintain. It's getting to an unhealthy yes. situation. Yeah. So, and I think that's when you probably should maybe consider. Yeah. Like when you're, the you're putting rice in your mouth just to like fill Get some sustenance. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what's you know what I was just thinking. You probably are so confident now you can have sex with the the lights on. Lights yeah. on. It has been thirty years since I've had sex with the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Sex with the lights on is a really good thing when you are you know feeling when you're good. feeling I mean, good and you know you know I had to get blackout shades. I mean the drapes were not enough because light was still coming through. <laughs> no, you can't have like the shadow. <laughs> there could be no unless shadows. you're really really drunk. Then all bets are off. Yeah, that's you know, true. who cares? Or no, I don't. Standing, laying, you know. It... Oh, I thought laying is better. Yeah, but then it, it makes your so stomach wide from the butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, left turn. Uh, the uh, Elf on the Shelf. Oh, you know, yeah. we talked about this yesterday. Uh, I so what you don't know is that I've decided I do not want to do Elf on the Shelf again this year. It's just too stressful. You used to do it with your girl. Of your course. Girls? Okay. So Monroe six. I think it's time. That she learns that Santa's not real. It's now, already tied. No, I'm just kidding. I, we're st- we still we still believe in Santa. Yeah. But I did sit her down uh, last night. I said that Santa called, and uh, he is. I was. I said it was. I was surprised. Get the call, and I said because I always like keep going with it, which is just stupid. I make it worse. Like I should just keep it short. But then I said Santa called. We had a nice conversation. Mrs. Claus is doing well. They're looking for a new place. North Pole. Blah blah blah. And then I said, um, well, anyway. So Santa uh, said that he is really proud of you this year. You are doing so well. You're being such a good girl. So sweet. Um, you're. He was really impressed at how you're doing in school. And then Shane is like, well, how does he know? And then what did she say? Santa knows everything. That's true. She said, Santa knows everything. I said, Mm -hmm. that's true. And I said, so Dory, your elf, will not be coming back this year. She's been reassigned to another house. And uh, so there's this kid who's, he's a little bit of a disciplinary problem at at Monroe School. Let's just say his name's Theo. Okay. Because it is. And... (laughs) Uh, so let's just say that his name is Theo. Okay. Yes, no, that's not his real name. Aren't we trying to not get kicked out of school? No, no, no. It's yeah. not his real name. <laughs> we it's were. not his real name. Oh, okay. So I said, Dory has been assigned to Theo's house mm-hmm. because Theo doesn't always behave like you do. So uh, this is great news. How'd she take it? She was really good. She, she really understood it. I said, there's no reason for Dory to be here anymore because you're not, I said, you're so well behaved now. You're not, you know. Last year we had some problems, and Dory had to keep a close eye on you. But Dory doesn't need to do that anymore. Dory needs to go to another home where she or he was. Was Dory? Remember we had a whole question about whether yeah, Dory was a he or Dory's she. Dory walks fluid. the line. Dory sometimes is a he, sometimes 
she's a she. I think it's fluid. That's okay. what that means. Does Gage have an elf on the shelf at his house too? No. Okay, that's good because we had to do that with mine. We had one at each house. Oh. But I'm so, unclear. Why we're stopping this because you're tired of hiding it? Yes. <laughs> and he forgets, and then he's like got to <laughs> scramble at the last minute. And then you've got to like put Dory in a new place because remember Dory goes back to the North Pole every night, oh. reports to Santa, uh-huh. <laughs> and it seems very inefficient. You know, you could email, you could text. Why do you have to travel? Right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that's the story. You know what I mean? So she, what the problem is when I wake up in the morning and we come down the stairs, I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't move Dory. And then she's like, why is Dory in the same place? And then I have to come up with an excuse like weather was really bad last night. Dory couldn't, you know, Dory's flight was canceled. Mm. Delta. You know what Delta does. Do you know if Theo celebrates Christmas? Uh, You might tell her she can't tell Theo. Like it has to be her secret. Oh, she's already at school. She might tell Theo today, like, you have my elf. Jig is up. Okay, Theo is an imaginary name. It's right. not the real name. I know okay. that. But that person. That. But she could right. go to that person. And, and say, then, my elf is coming to your yeah. house now. And he might you didn't be cover like, that my dad said, what? My dad said you were bad. Good call, so Jameson. the elf's coming over. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's Shit. what kids do. Mm. Well, they I don't talk. know. I don't know. Let's just hope it goes well. <laughs> she probably forgot. Uh, I no was. Way. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, you last night, Shane, because I I remembered that Tracy met her hot trainer boyfriend at the Abbey blacked out drunk. And now I was thinking that you Classy. really you really should start texting these guys back. Well, because you never know. Look at her. She's in how long? long? Almost three years. Wow. And he's smoking. It was just some random drunk hookup. You know how many guys have kissed at the Abbey? Yes. Could you imagine if you started I, texting him back? I don't. Back? There's a lot. Like, I don't know. <laughs> And then he did he text you or what? what tell me, refresh he my memory again. He texted me, and remember, I didn't remember the first kiss. Yes, because I was a little sauced, Romantic. and that, yeah, it was super charming. And then, and then we kissed again the second time, and then he asked me out to dinner that night. Hmm. Yeah. Now I do want to just kind of clarify to people because you know Shane and I have had trouble with our families. Uh, we come on the show and we do talk about our misadventures, going out, getting drunk. Here's the thing. Four nights a week, I'm home with my kid watching TV. Fucking Matilda for the thousandth time. Right. <laughs> but that's Matilda. boring. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Friday night and Saturday night sure. and the nights that we went out and, and let loose. Sunday afternoon and Tuesday. Okay, enough. Wednesdays. Enough. Wednesday morning. <laughs> but whatever. So you got to understand, like, we're not right. always going to share the mundane details of our life. That's boring. We talk about... So it looks... You know, like you're it, going out all the it time. It appears right. as if we're going out every night. This is important to what we discuss in the next segment, oh, uh, which okay. is going to be a bit of a telenovela, uh, which is called The Lewis Family. <laughs> Always it's, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that But show. I do have Never another- disappoints. I do have two questions for you, Tracy. Yes. Josh Flagg, and I'll ask him the next time he's on the show, but I, I just didn't want to wait. I wanted to ask you now. Is it true that they're looking at- they talking about getting married, he and his boyfriend? That was like a page- was it page six that came out with it? Yes. Him? Is that not true? It's not true. I think they asked him in the interview, which was supposed to be about his book. Did you guys know he had one? Yeah. Um, yes, I did. I did. Maybe it. it's not a bestseller like but, yours. No, but <laughs> I mean, bless his heart. He doesn't like get out. And pro- He's so Andrew focused right now that he wasn't getting out and promoting his book properly. And of course, during the interview, they ask about Andrew. And he said, "What I would never be with someone that I didn't potentially see a future or marriage with. Mm. Cut to that ended up being the headline. Mm. Got it. And so he was upset about it because it was supposed to be about the book. 
And it doesn't look good when you're in the process of getting a divorce that you've, you know, announced that you're engaged. Oh, really? Hmm. No. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> and you still didn't file, nope. even after you got engaged to someone else. Nope. Big rock, That's the nice crazy Mercedes, mil- three, That's three million the crazy dollar house. Part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tracy, we've got to we'll, catch you we'll up. Do, we'll get drinks. Um, we'll get drinks. You're yeah. not going to believe. We'll get drinks. I thought mine was bad. Yeah. Oh, talk about wearing blinders and just yeah. pretending. It's not happening. Everything's it's fine. not happening. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. It's going to be Mommy good. loves daddy. Daddy loves mommy. <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. I love that. I need to hear more about we that. We will. Another time. Recap. <laughs> yeah. Buys another house. Mm-hmm. Get, separates. Buys another house. Starts dating someone else. Buys her a Mercedes. Buys her a ring. Gets engaged. Gets her pregnant. And then Meg is like, well. well maybe I, I should divorce her. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. You think? <laughs> you, you know what, guys? I am going to move on. <laughs> It's I'm time. calling it right now. I'm feeling grown. I've been on the fence, but I can do this. It's my decision. We're separating. <laughs> I've had enough. Good times. Oh, God, they really were, Jeff. Those were good times. Those were really bright and shiny times. But then once you cross that threshold, everything was fine. It was great. Yeah. Smoking yeah. cigarettes, yep. drinking a lot. The water was warm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, was there a fire at your house the other night? There was. What there. happened? So I have a, um, from Jackalope, I have a water fountain that, that I didn't hardwire. So I use a long extension cord. And it's been working great for like so 10 years. In. For 10 years, it's been fine. It's one of those outdoor green extension cords, right? So I plug, it's been fine. And then last night, the, a couple weeks ago, when it was raining, it was storming, I was sleeping and I had my curtain open and there were these bright flashes. And I was like... God, it must be lightning. I want to see the lightning, but I don't hear any thunder. <laughs> it isn't usually there's thunder after the lightning, right? And, so I'm trying to, and then it happens again, a bright flash. And I'm like, and I'm waiting for the thunder. No thunder. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to sleep. So then I close, <laughs> close my eyes. And the next thing I know, my entire bedroom is bright as the sun. Like it just lit up. And I was like, what? And I sit up and there was a fire in my courtyard outside my bedroom window on no. the ground. So it was like the, the extension cord caught fire and I screamed. I ran around. This is when I, you know you're not good in a crisis. I got up, I ran, got out of my bed and I ran around the house and just screamed fire and did nothing. That's great. Yeah. Your kids are asleep. Yeah. So Ben went out there and managed to put it out. I think the <laughs> funniest part about this is, you know, yeah, you know, there's, there's thunder after lightning. Yeah. Yeah, right? Megan. Isn't there? You know, yeah. And That's what I was thunder. thinking. I was like, well, maybe sometimes there's not. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I fell back asleep. Oh, my God. Our resident, I got to get my seven hours. <laughs> you must have taken that v- Venus CBD. Yeah, I was out. You sleep right through a fire. Yep. Code Jeff. Now, what yep. were you wearing when you were running around? Remember? Because we all sleep in clothing. Sweat. I was wearing like very reason. thin joggers and a t-shirt. Okay, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no I'm always ready. For Twelve more pounds. It won't I'm matter what you wear. No, I could run out the house naked. Yep. <laughs> Say, they scream all my neighbors. I'll <laughs> 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 oh, just do it on purpose. Out. I need to see this part. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Alyssa. <laughs> Don't jump on that train. Come, I thought you were better than she that. She comes out here at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be an accident on the 405. I'm safe in here. <laughs> 
I need to see a picture oh, of this. God. You need to see the I'm Barbarian. I'm sure Jameson will. Oh, yeah. Don't spoil it. You need to see it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's good. It's a good movie. It's really good. Um, what about your car? Did you get... Because Tra- got... Tracy, do you know that her assistant <laughs> <laughs> smashed her car? And then so it was... The lease was up. It was like a week. It was a week? Days. Days. You were days. To, days to return the lease. And the assistant uh, crashed into it. Oh. And so she had to extend the lease because it had to go in the shop. Now, the assistant said... What was it again? His accelerator got stuck. I thought he said the brakes were, went out. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> She's so skinny. She can't think. I can't think. I have no, I have no sustenance. Um, I don't remember. The brakes went out. The accelerator got, I don't know. Something happened, and he. the car was in the driveway. My car was parked in the driveway when he hit it. But he turned the car. Spun it around, and oh. then he almost went off the cliff. Jesus, how yeah. bad was it? Pretty bad. Did you get the car back? Yes. Is it, okay. I've had it back for like two days. Does it have like weird rattles and stuff? No, but it just doesn't. I don't like it. Well, it's, it's going gonna, back anyway. Yeah, it's going back. It? Yeah. When? Take it back now before there's another accident. Okay. <laughs> I got shit to do, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. When are you returning it? I don't know. Maybe after the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna just you're gonna keep just hold on to it. I, that means I have to go shopping for another car, and I just don't feel like doing that right Those now. Are, oh, do like you know six what you want? To get a new car. I don't think you have the energy because you don't you have, have the energy. Let me just finish my Manjaro, and then I'll <laughs> go get a new car. Okay, all right. So we are going to take a quick break. When we're going to come back, we are going to discuss uh, the soap opera that is the Lewis family. We'll be right back. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. We are back. I'm here with Million Dollar Los Angeles, Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles star Tracy Tudor, Barbarian star Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. So we just got a little nugget from Megan uh, at the break. Uh, She informed us that the doctor who prescribed Manjaro, <laughs> lost his license, and that you have, to, you have to Venmo him. Yeah, it's all under the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotta all do right. what you gotta do. Nice and safe. All right, so uh, ready, Jameson? 
Today, a los hombres y la bebé. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what's happening over at the, uh, with the Lewis family. Uh, as you remember, I'm sure uh, Stu and I were on pause right after BravoCon. So it was, uh, I think it was like the 17th or the 24th yeah. of October. And I fucked up, I will say. It was my fault. So the pause was because of what I did. Um, however, Stu was very upset during that week. Mm-hmm. He felt like he was trying to reach me. He couldn't. Uh, he didn't know how to handle me. So he thought he would call my family members for advice. Wasn't the best decision. He, he now regrets that. Right. However, the reason I found out about it is because, you know, my sister-in-law, Carrie Lewis. Yeah. He reached out to her. Carrie immediately called me and said, hey, Stu just called me. This is what he said. Right? Like a loyal family member would do. Every time that he texted Carrie, Carrie would then let me know. And I, I knew, I, I knew kind of he was in this desperate place where he needed to talk to somebody and, uh, Mm -hmm. he needed a little guidance and counseling because I'm a little hard to handle at times. And, uh, so I don't totally blame him for that. However, I did have set a boundary in the future. Like, Hey, can you not talk to my family members when we're going through personal stuff? Um, and it puts them in an uncomfortable position. When I said to him, I said, have you talked to any other of my family members after Carrie had reached out to me? He said, yes, I've spoken to your stepmother. And I said, oh, that's interesting because she never mentioned it to me. And I said, have you spoken to her several times? And he said, yes. And I thought, oh, huh, Mm. that's weird because I just know, um, you know, we're all, you know, we're all parents here. Um, I believe that if one of Monroe's many husbands reaches out to me <laughs> in the future, I will say, look, I'm in an uncomfortable position here. Mm-hmm. This is my daughter. Like, I can't talk to you about your relationship. And I will tell you that, um, so I'm, I've been very, I'm very close to my dad's wife. We've been friends for 30 years. They've been married. Uh, they've been together for 30 years, married for 20 years. Um, something did because I, I'm, I'm trying to like figure out what, ha- what happened. Okay, so first of all, my, uh, after I found out that she had been talking to Stu without telling me, I obviously felt very betrayed. I didn't know what was said. I had no idea. I don't know the exchanges that happened. But my dad called me and he said, you know, Claudia's very upset that you did invite her to Disneyland for Monroe's birthday. And I, all I said was, um, has Claudia been talking to Stu? Uh, 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 I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I, I have no idea who she's talking to. I said, mm, okay. All right. Well, I got to get going. So I'll talk to you later. And I have, not to- I have not spoken to either one of them in weeks. And I know they know because they said something to my brothers and my brothers have reported back to me. Like Jeffrey's not talking to us. Well, you know why. But um, then what happened is now I, I, uh, during the summer, we were at Pelican. For the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I always, always include my family, dinners, trips, whatever. Very inclusive. I want them to have a relationship with my daughter. It's very important to me. I am constantly um, putting things together like dinners, weekends, the whole thing. I fucked up at Pelican because sometimes my family will do business together. And there is a business deal that happened. I was not involved, but I offered my opinion. I disagreed with their decisions, and it turned into a bit of an argument to the point where my dad and his wife got up and left dinner. I realize 
I've gone over the line. It was none of my business. I called them the next day. I apologized profusely. I said, I'm so sorry. It's none of my business. I don't know all the details. I should have never inserted myself. Then two days later, I followed up. Are we good? I really feel bad about this. Like the last thing I wanted to do is like ruin the weekend, whatever. I love you. You're an important part of my life. Like I said, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then last Monday, uh, Stu left his iWatch at my house. Oh, no. I walked around like the whole day. Like I, I was in the closet, but I don't like things left out. So he left it on the shelf and I just walked, I w- walked by it all day long. Then I thought, you know what? I'm going to put it in the drawer with his jewelry. When I picked it up, it lit up. And then I realized there's no passcode. He never, there's, he has no code. I mean, how could you not? I know. Stupid. Yeah, come on. Stupid. So then I looked, um, I looked at the text specifically, the text exchange between my stepmother and Stu. And I have to say, I am absolutely shocked at the things that she said about me. No. She's met Stu four times, but it's like they're best friends. Love you. Call me if you need me. I don't care about that part. What I care about is, let me put on my glasses. Oh, so. Boy. I um I screenshot the texts. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. And I printed them out. <laughs> um, and we laminated them. Sorry, he's been acting like an asshole. You deserve better. No. Um, you don't deserve to be treated like this. I'm angry as hell at him too. No one deserves the abuse. Strong, real strong word That's... there. Also, narcissists don't care who they hurt. It's deliberate. This is my. Family. When was this? Um. Were this, these texts post was, the dinner? Where this was you... during the 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 pause. That, but, yes, but after after Pel- Pelican Hill. Pelican like, was months ago, like eight weeks after. The reason Bravo I said that, after Bravo okay, so they're forget they're forgiving of Pelican Hill. We thought Hill that at was point. We thought they had forgiven. Apparently um, not. I know you are a sweet person, Stu, and you don't deserve this treatment. Um, lashing out uh, at you makes him feel good about himself. Uh, what on earth is he being treated for? Because it's not working. Um, I can't imagine he has been diagnosed uh, by his therapist. It seems so obvious. He's so insecure, lashing out. Narcissist, too. Wonder if he's even aware of how he's behaving. He needs a better therapist. Now, this is where everything, like, okay, all right, you're mad, whatever. I can get over this shit. Um, okay, he is a narcissist, and so is Gage, and they're raising uh, their daughter to be a narcissist too. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Yikes. Wow. So I thought you guys were friends. I thought so too. Yeah. Family. Wow. This just goes to show, dude. Stepmoms, they're not good. Keep <laughs> get her out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So um, I haven't talked to my dad and uh, or uh, Claudia for four weeks. I called up my dad yesterday because I wanted everybody to calm down. Mm-hmm. Shane was there in the car when I called him. And look, I really want to put this, I want to fix this. So I called up my dad. I said, hey, I want to let you know why I haven't been talking to you both. And this is, you know, Stu left his iWatch at, at the house. And I read the text between your wife and Stu. And she had some very, very nasty things to say about me. And I said, I am so hurt. I, I just, I can't, it's so inappropriate. It's so out of line. I don't understand. Like, what did I ever do? I don't understand. And he's like, well, she's hurt. She's hurt that you didn't invite her to Disneyland. I said, dad, I didn't invite her to Disneyland as a consequence 
of her actions when she spoke to my boyfriend, um, which was completely inappropriate. No, this happened before. I said, Dad, I invite her everywhere. Why would I just not invite her to Disneyland? There was a reason for it. It's because she was talking to Stu. And by the way, and it's because you lied to me and you said you didn't know when you knew. So he starts to, um, he starts to say, Jeffrey, it's family. It's family. Work it out. Call her. I said, Dad, I am open to taking a phone call and I will, if she wants to apologize to me, fine. If we can draw boundaries and she tells me that this isn't going to happen again, fine. I'll move forward. You know, she loves your daughter and you kept her, you've kept her from, from her. I said, I have not. And I said, in fact, her birthday was just two weeks ago. Was it last week? The 21st. And I said, Three weeks nobody called and nobody sent a gift. And I said, why are you punishing a six-year-old? You would have never let us speak to her. I said, absolutely not. I said, I would have handed the phone over to Monroe. Yeah. So then, you know, I was kind of holding my own and I was like, look, this is not okay. And then this is the things he said to me, which is fucking unbelievable. He starts saying, you know, I've been watching how angry you've been. You've been getting so angry. You're angry and angrier. He's like, it's th- you're drinking. You have a drinking problem. You're like a car driving off a cliff. Everyone is using you. Everyone is taking advantage of you. You have an alcohol problem. You, um, and then he, and I was like listening to all this, and then he said um, that he started questioning my parenting. And he started saying that I'm out drinking and I'm leaving Monroe home. And uh, it just went to a place where I, I was like projection, deflection. The, I mean, Tom Lewis is the original gaslighter, in my opinion. I could not believe it. it's like, how do I call to talk about this issue? And now I'm a drunk. Right. I'm, oh, and by the way, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose everything because I'm so reckless and I have an alcohol problem. And... um. And then he starts, but he was all over the place. He starts saying, we never see, we never see our granddaughter. I said, what are you talking about? I'm constantly calling and I'm constantly like inquiring about when you're available. I drive down to Orange County all the time so you could see your granddaughter. So it just really went to a place where he just started like vomiting all over me where I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to go now. Oh, you're going to hang up on me? I said, I'm going to end this call because this is not productive. And I hung up the phone and I looked at Shane and I said, do you see why I'm so fucked up? What'd you say? And I said, yeah, I'm going to call Dr. Judy and get you in therapy again next week. Friday. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So th- it's interesting because this morning I was thinking like, oh, that's where I learned to fight. That's how I learned to go for the jugular. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned to tear people down. And that's not the guy I want to be. I mean, my dad's 76 years old, still doing this shit. Yeah. But to come after me the way he did is so hurtful i think that he was feeling shame for what his wife had done and that you know they say hurt people hurt people i think he was lashing out to direct your focus somewhere else than on what she had but done. like where was all this coming from because if you apparently had such a nice relationship with your stepmom mm-hmm. yeah like And where's all this? What do they know about your social life when you're not with them? They don't. And and, so then, where is that coming from? And this, like, one of my many therapists, thoughts are not facts. You and you, you two can, you can, you can concoct whatever you want in your heads, but that is just simply not true. And I said to him, okay, so I did the one thing I did say is when he started questioning my parenting, I said, "This is funny." I said, Mm -hmm. "You are you're criticizing my parenting." I said. 
I'm a great father. I said, you have a strained relationship with all three of your kids, and most of our relatives won't speak to us anymore because of you. And that was kind of shitty. That was shitty. That's the only thing I think where I went wrong, right? No, you were, yes. I mean, that was harsh, but you were very calm throughout the whole thing. Like, it was like a bizarre, like, shocking call. Like, it was very uncomfortable. And it's interesting. I'm glad you were there because Shane said to me, he's like, I, I would never speak to my dad again if he spoke to me like that. Or, or you speak to anyone. Any, I mean, it was like, you were like, you called him to say, hey, this is what's going on. And then he just like flipped it and said that you're being very aggressive and an alcoholic and a bad, like it was crazy. I was it's like, gaslighting at it, its fun. Anyone yeah. talked yeah. to me like that, I would literally Turning it never speak to him yeah. again. Like, like that's it. I mean, look, we've been down this road before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that extreme of never speaking yeah. to him again. But they cert- both certainly owe me an apology. And when he was saying that, um, I'm so angry. I said, Dad, it's not anger. It's intolerance. Like, I can't let people treat me like this anymore. Right. Like, you know, it's not okay. Like, this is not okay for her to be saying these horrible things about me. Well, she was angry about Pelican Hill. And I'm like, Dad, this was months ago. I apologized the next day. Then I followed up two days later. We had a nice conversation. I thought it was done and buried. If she's still angry about that, then we should have a conversation right. about it. Yeah, communicate. And then, and then this is what bothers me, and this is something that Stu and I have dealt with. Well, I was mad. You do not get a pass, and I've done this before too. You do not get a pass to say anything you fucking want about someone to someone because you were mad. You don't do that. And I, and I said, I was talking to uh, Stu about this last night. I have burned so many bridges because I have thrown up on someone because I was mad. I'm talking friendships, business relationships, right. romantic partnerships. You've got to understand, like, you've got to keep your emotions in check. It's not okay for me to say all those nasty things to you because I'm mad. It is not an excuse. Now, and we're getting yeah. too old for that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like you have to have boundaries, particularly with parents, because, and, and parents that are in marriages, like, I've been down that road with my dad and his wife 110 times. And I get gaslit all the time. But at this point, you got to like, you got to put a nip in this. This isn't an apology tour. Like every six months, there's like, you know, an apology. Like those things are in writing. They were meant and they were said. And you need to have like a real sit down with her. Take your dad out of the equation because that kind of conversation is is not okay. Particularly with your boyfriend. Right. Or someone you're not, they weren't even together. Like it was some, they were on pause. Like it was so inappropriate for them to be having those conversations. No, and you're going to have those kind of conversations. You're going to have those conversations in places that you feel totally safe. Like that conversation could happen with you. It could happen with you. You can't have it with like a random boyfriend that they've met four times. It's it's just not acceptable. Right. And I just find it interesting because I don't believe Stu was reaching out for a bash session. No. I think mm-hmm. he just wanted, he probably, what Guidance. He, yeah, yeah, direction. How to handle Help me you. with him. Yeah. Do I yeah. call, do I stop, you know, whatever right. that looks like. There's no helpful advice here at all. This was, this was just, I mean, it was almost like piling. her own agenda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she made it, she personalized it and made it about her and not about Stu and I. And how to help him. Right. And you guys, yeah. Right. And then, you know, people that do know me and what, it took me seven days. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It took me seven days to come around, and sometimes it takes a minute to realize what my role was in in that whole pause. Why? And look, 
again, it's it, being mad is not an excuse. I just told him how I felt. The, this and this and this happened. This is the way I felt. And again, thoughts are not facts. I created a whole scenario in my head about Stu that wasn't true. Does it love me? Not interested in me? Whatever. And then I lashed out on him the last day of BravoCon. Yeah. And I, I, I could not be more sorry about it. And so it took me a good, it took me seven days to then uh, sit down with him and be able to have a productive conversation mm -hmm. where after I had, you know, was, I had reflected and realized my role in things. So I also think I, um, I had some good advice from a friend that you don't, you don't really want people in your life unless they are invested in Stu and I, mm -hmm. you know, as a relationship. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to break us up, this is not the people that we should be around. But you that know? doesn't even, like, based on her texts and the comments, it doesn't even seem like that's, she, yes, like, factually in writing, that's where, like, you deserve better and all of that stuff. But that's not even really what bothered me. The dig at the end about the parenting right. and what kind of father narcissist. you are is, and the narcissist behavior is, like, that's the stuff that's not okay. Because I don't think it's really about it's you funny. and Stu. That's, it's like, her own shit and her own insecurity and... And people, I have this with my ex-husband all the time about the kids, where he calls my mom and wants to get, to, like, you know, he wanted to kind of potentially do Thanksgiving together. And I'm like, listen, I just wrap my head around, like, the new marriage. And, you know, are, is she come? are we all just going to be one big dysfunctional family at Thanksgiving? But the the second she got off the phone with him, she picked up the phone and would call me and tell me, just like Carrie called you. And I would be able to sort of, figure out what my boundaries were around it and deal with it. That kind of conversation is, it's not unforgivable, but it can't be about your relationship. It needs to be about her understanding she can't do that. I don't know about you guys, but my Achilles heel is when someone talks about my the kid. Parenting. Forget it. 100%. Because yeah, we already, of course. we already, every one of us makes us, we, we guilt 100%. ourselves. Of course we, we can do. always think we can do better. Yeah, I can always spend more time. I can belt. always, you, you're already <laughs> feeling like you're not enough. And so when someone comes after oh. you, it's just, it's like such an insecurity. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it, the, I've been thinking about this for 24 hours and, um, I, I was talking to uh, my nanny Lisa about it, and it's sweet to hear. She's like, Jeff, from what I've witnessed, like, you always put Monroe first. You have, you revolve your life around her. Like, you're a good dad. You spend as much time. Like, sometimes you need to hear that, especially after someone said, I think my dad said I'm raising a robot. Oh, my God. Remember, remember yeah. the robot comment? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot. What the fuck? Yeah. And then, you know... My dad's always like, family, family, you know, you have to work it out because it's family. I just don't think if family mistreats you like this, I'd rather not. Thank I mean, you. I've taken a good long year break from my sister and it's the healthiest I've ever been around it. Really? Yeah. What happened? You know, it's, it's, I, <laughs> if you watched the show, uh, Last season, I listed her house, and, and there's a lot of struggle, inner, like, jealousy, and, you know, me being the firstborn, her being behind me, always being called little tutor. Like, I don't, I just feel like she never felt good enough. And so that, in turn, became her lashing out at me for anything and everything that I did. So finally, the last straw was my daughter's birthday at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and I said, I'm just going to have some kids to swim. No big deal. We're not doing like a big formal sit down. Just let's just go swim by the pool on a Sunday. She shows up. I'm with another girlfriend of mine, Kayla. And we're sitting by the pool and we start talking about family dynamics and everybody has their shit. Like there's no there's no one on this planet that can't relate to some sort of 
relationship challenge. And lo and behold, my mom came up and my sister started going down the path of how difficult it was for her growing up and how she was left. And I finally got to the point where I was like, I was there. And mom was not that bad. You know, like we didn't have it that bad. And you're a a 42-year-old adult woman and you're still using your childhood as an excuse for your shitty behavior as an adult. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that didn't land well. (laughs) No. Wow. And, you know, we we really pretty much, I mean, we can speak and we can have like a dialogue when we have to that surrounds the kids and the cousins and going to holidays. But like, I didn't go to Thanksgiving last year and I'm not going to go again this year because I just don't want to put myself in a situation with her. And it's such a healthy boundary to have at this point because I'm not wrapped up in that every day anymore, where I used to constantly be so concerned about the family dynamic and keep the family together. Mm-hmm. And so you put yourself in these situations where you're like, well, that sucked that, you know, Christmas was ruined yeah. because by the end of the damn holiday, you know, it's so dysfunctional that you're like, I, I, I just don't want to do it anymore. And luckily, my mom is supportive of it and understands completely. So I just told her the other day, I said, look, me and Scarlett are going to go with Eric to Palo Alto and I'll celebrate a little with you on the Monday before we leave. But those oh, boundaries are huge. Yeah, because your mom is going to be going to Thanksgiving with your sister. My mom is hosting it. Right. So I'm, I'm not going um, and my sister is going. It's not even that I'm like, I'm not angry at yeah. her. It's just a boundary. And, you know, I've got other shit going on. I've got my own kids stuff going on. I just don't want to expose my personal stuff with my family and my kids in front of her. I don't trust her. Yeah. Mm. I will say uh, the experience that, uh, that because of this experience yesterday, it makes me want to make sure that I do right by Monroe. Like, I don't want her to but witness. But you are doing right by her. I know, but yeah. I don't want her to witness any dysfunctional behavior by me. And then it just perpetuates. Like, it just now goes to the well, next generation. And, yeah. next, and without getting in, into any details, my dad was in a, he just, it wasn't a great situation when he was a kid. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what I yeah. get why you are the way you are. Right. But you're 76. Get your shit together. Right. All right. Um, I do want to take calls. I'm sure a lot of people can oh, relate yeah. to this. Also want to promote the uh, season 14 of Million Dollar Listing, starring Tracy Tudor. <laughs> uh, it will air on December 8th on Bravo, and you can check your, uh, I guess, local listings for times. Yes, 9 p.m. Uh, our time, Pacific Standard. Okay, we have, lit, we have every line full. Um, okay, uh, Lauren in Fort Lauderdale. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Megan. Shout out, Jane. Shout out, Lauren. Hi. Yes. Um, well, too bad. Sorry that your therapist isn't coming in tomorrow. Hearing today's talk probably would have been useful, but Thanks. I'm a therapist, so lucky you. You have me as a substitute today. Oh, great. My question is, oh, totally. Um, my question is, kind of double happy your question. You mentioned he's 76, and, you know, to be honest, kind of obviously not decrepit, but let's be real, the man is set in his ways. So it sounds like your whole life he's been acting similarly. So my question to you is, what happens if he is set in his ways and he doesn't really want to change, and this has been his communication style your whole life? It sounds like when you were mentioning with Shane, and what, you know, what, what does that look like for you, and how are you, would you respond? Because remember, you can't change people do or how they act. You can only control how you respond to their behavior, so... Yes. Well, there there have been times where, and we've I've talked about this on the show, where he has been very harsh. And if I'm going through a rough time, sometimes he will respect boundaries. So if I say like, Dad, I'm going through a lot right now mm-hmm. and I can't handle this criticism, he has backed off in the past. 
And that I, happened not long ago where you did that and it was good. Like that after Pelican, there was a moment where he was kind of rough and you said something and things were fine until ju- this just happened. Like it, yeah. that's worked before. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes he will listen and he will um, he will respect boundaries. Um, so I, I, I don't know what I do. right. I think we're going to need a little time. I don't think the holidays are an option Mm-mm. this year. So I think we're going to probably need a, a little time in between. Yeah, maybe that's good. Like Tracy's saying, boundary setting sometimes is like the most perfect, you know, thing for everyone involved, just a little breather. And I also find it interesting that she was texting, because in writing, that's so almost like purposeful. I'm getting a vibe from that, like, she knows you guys are close, that like you, there's a big, strong possibility that you could read these text messages. It's not like she spoke to him in person behind your back. There is evidence, there are receipts of this. So I wonder if she really wanted you to see this. And there was some malintent in that sense as well so it's just a lot of moving variables i wish you absolutely nothing but the best and i love you all thank you lauren thank Thanks, you lauren. i love lauren's voice me too um can we speak to mariana in san diego good morning jeff i feel you man my uh, my dad's on pause right now with me too oh you're on pause mm, yeah oh yeah we're on pause we're on pause um he was inappropriate in front of my kids i had to physically hold him back from getting into a fight in La Jolla over a parking spot. Oh, wow. So I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. so there's some anger. <laughs> the so, parking spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's just really out of control. Like we were at a, my niece's baptism and he's like speaking out during the baptism to like shoot the shit with the priest, just like out of control. So it's more for like my kids. I'm trying to protect my kids from him. Like he doesn't, he means well, but he's just like old school Italian doesn't like you know in his late 70s like thinks he's still back there and can act that way and it's just too much so uh, it's unfortunate but you know i'm gonna have to figure out a way to like sustain the relationship while not exposing my kids too frequently yeah Yeah, i mean you sound like it's a very healthy approach yeah um i i don't know i it's 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 a really tough situation i wish you luck with that it's always the holidays, too, isn't right. it? I just it feel is. like shit always hits the fan right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, also, that's when you are really, you know, you're, the whole family's getting together. And then what does that look like? Like that's you said, gonna, yeah, what are you yeah, going to do? Does my dad and Claudia get together with Todd and Carrie and the girls, and then we don't go? I mean, it's like what you're going through. Right. Your mom is hosting Thanksgiving, your sister's going, but you're not going. It's just so, it's such bullshit. It's just too much. Um, do I have time for one more call? Quick. Quick. All right. Uh, Julian, Washington, D.C. Hi, Julie. I only have about two minutes. What up, chumps? Not a therapist, but been to therapy. I just want to tell you three things that I've learned from my abusive father. Okay. First, I had to real I had to accept that he was verbally abusive to me. Second, I had to realize that I would never let anybody speak to me the way that my father spoke to me. And then thirdly, I had to find some good qualities for him. My father was always a protector and a provider, and I can't make him anything else except what he is. That's great advice. I really appreciate it. And, you know, bottom line, I love my dad. I can come up with 25 things of of why I love my dad. But I can't put up with the way I was treated yesterday. Um, All right, Tracy, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I love you guys. Um, Have a great day, everybody.